Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, queens. This is Queen Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a huge success. At this time, let us go ahead and go into prayer to the Father, to God, to thank him for all of the things that he is allowing us to do. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for waking us up this morning and for having yet another beautiful day to accomplish our business goals. Thank you, Father, for taking us through the week, Lord, because we claim the full week, dear Lord. We know that there is much for us to do, many things for us to take advantage of, opportunities, relationships business collaborations, Lord, and we thank you in advance and we claim it in the name of Jesus. Bless us, O Lord, as we pursue being queens of organization, action, and leadership. Lord, let us not procrastinate on our business goals and tasks, but be steadfast unmovable, and unshakable. Yes, dear Lord. We ask for a special blessing over those businesswomen right now, Lord, that might be struggling with debt, feeling alone and isolated and not sure which way to turn, Father. Let them know, Father, that they are not alone. Give them inner peace and strength and send resources and others to them for help. We thank you for all of the blessings, Father, that you have given us, and we embrace and accept graciously all those blessings that are coming. Thank you for the Successful Woman Radio Show, Lord, for allowing us at Women About Biz to continue this show, Father, past the 12-year mark, dear Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Father, thank you for all of the listeners that support the show. Bless them, O oh Lord. And, Father, thank you for all of the new listeners, Father, that are coming onto the show. We thank you. Father, bless me as I research information and data and resources that are going to help those that listen to the show, dear Lord. Let those who listen, dear Lord, have breakthroughs in their business, make decisions, Father, on the changes they need to make to see success in their lives. We ask all of these things in the name of Jesus. In Christ, we pray this prayer. Amen. Well, I certainly hope that you all had a great weekend and that you are ready for the new week. We've got a lot going on at Women About Biz as we are playing a little bit of catch-up, of course, as the leader, the queen. Uh, I have been sick with the flu for so long and um, and just really still playing catch-up with a lot of things, you know, having the flu for like 12 
13 days is no joke, right? And, of course, I'm still working on my energy. You know, I'm now taking my supplements and doing all of those things I need to do to get my body, my mind, and my energy back up to where it needs to be. So definitely, definitely, queens, keep me in your prayers as you pray. Our February theme all this month, of course, has been a passion for business, you know, because without passion, without concern and care and love for whatever you are doing, it is going to feel like you are climbing a, a hill, a steep hill that's so steep that you are always in a struggle mode. And we don't want that for you, right? No. So it's important to have a passion for whatever you do. And all this month, we have been giving you different views of how to develop that passion. And so I think that's very, very important for you to know that without that passion, Sometimes you will, or most of the time you will feel like it is a struggle. Today, we're going to be talking about seven ways to ensure your customers feel cared for. Customers and clients are the most important thing to you as a business owner, and there are several things that need to be taken place in order for them to feel cared for, in order for them to feel a part of, which is very important. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on in the show. We also have uh, other things that are exciting on the show lineup today. We've got our five questions of leadership, the future of the Internet for small business. We talked a little bit about it uh, last week. I'm going to cover a little bit about it today and tell you something new that is popping up with Facebook. Okay, uh, and, of course, our book club. Book of the Month is Habits uh, by Joyce Myers, Making Good Habits, Breaking Bad Habits. This is an excellent book. You know, 14 new behaviors that she talked about, things that need to happen. And I love it because it's on a Christian perspective, and she gives plenty of reference scriptures for you to use in your own personal devotion and study. So it really is a good book. And if you have not added this to your success library, I definitely want to encourage you to do so, right? And of course, uh, in addition to that, you know, I'm going to go and dig a little bit deep, as I said before, into the seven ways to ensure your customers feel cared for. So let's Go ahead, Queens, and get started. We're going to go right into the five questions of leadership, so get your pen and your notepad out. By the way, I see that we have a great full board today, and if you can, please flash over on another line and invite at least one other queen to come online with you so that she can get these great resources, right? Very, very important that we practice sharing, that we practice hoarding one another. Very, very key. Okay, as we start out with the five questions of leadership, let's go with number one. And don't forget, because number one is a very deep and detailed question, and it is broken down into five core areas. And so I want to make sure you remember that, because as you are taking notes, you may get confused that the five core areas in number one is referencing all five of the questions of leadership, and it is not, okay? So number one has five core areas, and I'll try to be uh, uh, very clear on that so you know when we're moving on to number two, okay? So number one is, have I set my business foundation? 
very important question because, as you know, if a foundation is not built strongly, the house will fall. And so you want to make sure that your business foundation is set from the start, right? And there are five core areas that I am going to go through here um, in reference to the internal part of your business that you really, as the CEO of your company, you need to be focusing on, okay? So let's start with legal structure setup. Okay, legal structure setup. Well, a lot of individuals right now tend to run their businesses as a side hustle, a part time, and as a result, they stay in the sole proprietor status. And you know, it's nothing wrong with that, with the exception of that, depending on the income that you bring in, you may be paying more taxes than needed, okay, because the taxes are a little bit higher on that sole proprietorship. And so you want to pay attention to that and talk with your tax specialist about it, right? But for the most part, most small businesses, micro businesses, side hustles can fit nicely into the LLC structure. That's the corporation side of business. And so as an LLC, it is going to protect your assets, right? It is going to help you have a more professional stance. It is going to allow you to file taxes separately. And one of the beautiful things I, I love about you know, setting up your legal structure is that it is going to help you to build your business credit. You can't necessarily build your business credit separate, dependent upon your EIN, that's your tax EIN number, instead of your social security number. So I want to share some tidbits with you that you may not know in reference to business credit, just quickly, okay? So one of the things that I think that a lot of small business owners think is that if I apply for a credit card and it is in the name of my business, then I am establishing business credit, but that's not true. That is not true, okay? You are establishing personal credit, okay? Because as long as you utilize your personal social security number to secure a business credit card, it is always going to be established personal credit. And that's something that you should know. Very, very important, okay? Now, there are some exceptions to the rule, right? Depending upon what you are applying for, if you are applying for, you know, um, a private loan or a bank loan or investor loan, they are going to want to look at your personal credit to make sure that you are indeed credit worthy, right? Um, and they may ask for your social security number. However, they are going to look at your business banking account. They want to see your cash flow projections. They want to see your balance sheet. They want to know the deposits that's been coming in and out of your business checking account. They want to see if it can hold up having a business loan. And oftentimes, if they ask you for your personal Social Security number, you are utilizing yourself more or less like collateral. Um, oftentimes, they will do that, but they are going to put the loan in the name of the business, and they are going to utilize that EIN, and they are going to utilize your business credit reports to report your credit payment history on. So it's a difference. But for the most part, Whenever you apply for a business credit card and you utilize your social security number, it is still considered 
personal credit. And one of the reasons why you want to have that legal structure set up is so that you can be treated professionally like a professional business. So I wanted to throw that out there because I think a lot of small business owners are unsure about that, right? So even if you are okay being a sole proprietor, but you're planning on building business credit, you really still need to go ahead and and file your legal structure set up properly. And, of course, at Women About Biz, we have been helping our membership. We've been helping businesswomen to, to do that and to get them, getting them to the right resource if they have further questions. So all you need to do, specifically if it's for that, is go ahead and schedule a power talk, and we will help you with the resources you need to get your legal structure set up. Now, the next thing, number two, the second component is strategy. What do you want to experience in business this quarter, right? You've got to know that. Sis, listen up. Listen up. I know because I'm right there with you. I was not expecting to get the flu in January. I wasn't expecting for it to just kind of crush right into um, the midstream of my, you know, planning and getting things together for women about biz. I wasn't planning that, but it happened. So the thing of it is, is that we all need to work on being proactive, right? You've got to know what you want to experience in your business this quarter. And, you, and, and it's time for you to start figuring out what you want to experience in business next quarter if you didn't do a full annual strategy plan early on last year in 2022. So you've got to know that. And it's no way around it. And so if you if you say, well, you know, Trina, I did not do a strategy for this year, for this quarter, what should I do? Well, you start right where you're at, right? You start right where you're at. You say, what do I want to experience for the rest of this quarter from where, where you are? Don't overload yourself on that because you've got to go right into planning for next quarter so that proactivity will kick in, okay? And then after you do that, you move right on into that uh, question number two of strategy is what will you do to support the, the, the vision and goals, those experiences that you want to have. You've got to set up goals to support that, and you've got to list goals out for each and every experience. So you want to be careful about loading yourself up with uh, too many experiences that you want to have within one quarter. Now, as a side note, keep in mind, I use the word experiences and vision interchangeably, so they are one and the same. And then under strategy, keep in mind, we're still on the first of the five questions of leadership. We're, we're deep into talking about what needs to happen to set your business foundation. I've already shared number one of that component legal structure set up. Now we're moving on to the component two, strategy, and we're still in strategy. And I've shared the first two things in strategy. What do you want to experience and what will you do to support your vision and goals? Now here's number three of strategy. Okay, strategy is core number two. Um, how will you implement the task to support your goals? Do you actually have an implementation system of how that is going to happen. And then number four within strategy is 
who will you delegate it to? Because you can't be the jack of all trades. You can't do everything in your business, right? This is a sure way to run yourself in the ground, to feel overwhelmed and stressed, and to not get many things done. So again, this is key. Now we're moving on to number three, core three, okay, of question one, have I set my business foundation? Have I formed my power team? That's core three, have I formed my power team? And, of course, this is very important because without professionals, contracted professionals uh, or employees to assist you carrying out your business vision, the experiences you want to have, it's going to be difficult to, to move with speed. And if all of you who have been experienced business owners, um, you can attest to the fact that success loves speed, right? It loves speed. When you get an idea, when you have an aha moment, when there's something you're trying to implement, you can't be slow about it. You've got to move, girl. You've got to move with speed, right? And so one of the best ways to move with speed and to make things happen a lot faster is through contracting other professionals who do what they do and they do it right. And you can't wait until the last moment to do that, okay? Here's number four, okay? This is core four in, you know, setting up that business foundation is have I set up automated marketing for my business? Have I set up automated marketing? This is very key. This is a component right here that I think so many businesswomen don't take advantage of. We know about it. We all have used probably email marketing platforms like MailChimp and Constant Contact and Active Campaign and Get Response and MailerLite. We've all used those email marketing platforms that are very good. However, are we using them on a consistent level? And have we really mapped out how they're going to be used to help you, right, to help you with building your business and creating an automated marketing system? And then lastly, number five, in the five core parts of question one, have I set my business foundation, okay, is Am I prepared to receive the money that will come? Oh, yes, queen. This is a very, very important question that you must be asking yourself. Are you prepared? And within that question, you've got to be taking a look at your business checking account, your bookkeeping system, your merchant account to uh, you be able to allow individuals to use credit cards, your cash flow system. You know, I'm always encouraging you queens to learn how to do a cash flow analysis, right? And so there you have question number one, and have I set up my business foundation and I have given you five core areas that you need to be paying attention to. Now we're moving on to question number Two in five questions of leadership, which is what are my top three business goals this month? Because, see, after you've developed your strategy, it doesn't stop there. After you have your strategy for the quarter, you have to break down, you have to prioritize and break down what should be happening each month. So this question, as you ask yourself this as the CEO of your company, what are my top three business goals this month? Once you identify those three things that you want to see happening in your business, right? Now, it doesn't mean that that's the only thing going on in your business because, again, 
your marketing is being automated, you've got new inquiries coming in, you've got new leads being generated because you have an opt-in, um, a free offer opt-in. You've got different things happening already. So now you're looking at what new three things do you want happening in your business for that month. So you have to determine what that's going to be, right? Do you want to get an interview on a podcast so you can start building up your credibility as an expert or, uh, you, you know, talking a lot about your product or what have you? Um, do you want to appear on the front cover of a magazine or do you want to write an article as a guest blogger for a particular blog? Or do you want to start getting external links coming back to your website from other professional sites? You've got to make some decisions about what your three business goals are, right? Uh, is it that you're really trying to increase your income and you want to move from making, you know, $500 a month to $3,000 a month or from $3,000 a month to five or from five to 10. What is it that you want to see happening? Okay. What are those top three goals? Because whatever they are, <clears throat> you have to then support your goals with tasks and you have to list the multiple tasks that will go into accomplishing those goals. And again, that is very key. You want to do things in proper and decent order. You don't want to set goals and then just start accomplishing the goals in the blind because, trust me, things will drop in the cracks, as they say, and or fall through the cracks, and you will uh, not be able to go back and figure out what's going on because you never had a structured plan in the first place. So listen to me. Take my wisdom, uh, you know, because my wisdom comes from years of being hard-headed, cocky, uh, not listening to those who had wisdom, right? And so take my wisdom. Take it and use it. That's what Successful Woman Radio is all about. And then number three, I talked about this a little bit in question one as I went over the five core parts of asking yourself, you know, have you set your foundation? But question number three is, do I have a power team in place? Do I even, do I have it in place, you know? In question number one in the five core areas, I, I asked, have, have I formed my power team? You know, has it even been formed? But if, is it in place? Question number three is, you know, do I have my power team in place? Again, you cannot wait to the last moment to find people who can perform quality services because you have to make decisions. As you know, the decision-making process can sometimes stall uh, and, and push things back and so you want to make sure that you are looking ahead and vetting, literally, checking out references, looking at the individual's work. You want to make sure that you've done all of that ahead of time, okay? And then number four, am I being consistent with marketing and communications? Am I being consistent? Because not only must you have an automated marketing system, it's not going to work if you're not consistent with putting the right information in there and with making sure that you have a checks and balance system to ensure that the marketing is continually moving forward, okay? And then last but not least, number five, and this is a very serious question because this particular question has everything to do with all of your success, queen. It really does. On a scale of 1 to 10, what's your belief level? Again, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your belief level? 
Did you not know that it is possible that there are many beliefs that reside within your subconscious mind or false beliefs, beliefs that work against you instead of for you? And it's very, very important that you understand that you have to learn how to be in control of both your conscious mind and your subconscious mind, right? This is one of the reasons why I totally encourage you and advocate that you should be preparing your mind for greatness every single morning. There are three things to help you do that. Number one, prayer. Number two, meditation, right? Looking within and allowing the Holy Spirit to assist you in talking to God for the things that you need in your life and in your business, right? And then creating, number three is creating custom affirmations. Because, see, honey, you know yourself like nobody else. I hope you do. You know yourself like nobody else, right? And because you know yourself, you can create affirmations that get to the very core of what you need to hear. One of the custom affirmations that I created, I created this custom affirmation over 15, 16 years ago, maybe more, and many of you have heard it, is take off your shoes of fear, put on your shoes of courage, and step beyond your comfort zone. I was having fear, and I knew that I was, and I didn't want to admit it, but I had to come up with a custom affirmation that would encourage me exactly what to do. And so I would get in front of the mirror and say, girl, take off those shoes of fear. Put on your shoes of courage. Do you hear me? Put on your shoes of courage and step. Step beyond your comfort zone because therein lies your success. That's where your success is. And so by utilizing that, not only have I been able to bless my life, but I've shared it with all of you several times, and many of you tell me that you use that same affirmation in many ways, and it does help. But you've got to create your own custom affirmations. Listen up. There are many people that we can get encouraged and motivated by, and I think that's a beautiful thing. I love to listen at Oprah. Uh, I love to uh, listen to a lot of people uh, and their words of wisdom to learn and pull from their wisdom. But when it comes to motivating myself in a mighty way, I can guarantee you that there is no other power greater than your own personal power. I can tell you that, hands down, you can take it to the bank, right? No greater power than personal power. And so as you prepare your mind for greatness in the morning, see, you, what you are doing is you are being the first person to tap into your own personal power, the talent and the potentials that lie within you. But when you don't do that every morning, when you don't guard your mind, that subconscious mind, when you don't watch what's going into it, when you're not the first person that's tapping into your personal power, then, my queen, you've got to ask yourself, if I didn't tap into my personal power this morning, who did? Who did? Because if it wasn't you, then guess what? Whatever tapped into your personal power, whether it was CNN, you turned on the TV and started listening to the news, whether it's you immediately got on the phone and started calling a girlfriend who told you all of her problems and that, 
started tapping into your personal power, whether it's you place yourself in an environment that you shouldn't have been in, whatever it was that tapped into your personal power first is normally what will lead your personal power for the day. Okay? So it's important that you understand that. Why? Because things that tap into your personal power that embed itself in your subconscious mind form habits and habits form beliefs if repeated often, okay? And so you need to understand that when you ask yourself uh, question number five on a scale of one to ten, what's my belief level, with ten being the highest, you need to understand that your belief level is directly tied to your actions. It's directly tied to your habits and to what you allow into your own personal power, your own subconscious mind. Your belief is usually somewhere between a 7 or a 10 if you're taking action, you see goals being accomplished, things are happening, to do items a mark complete on your checklist, and even your emotions and your temperament seem to be on an even keel. You feel guarded and, and, and in helping yourself to push off negativity and things throughout the day, then you're at a high peak of belief. Okay, but if you find yourself from day to day not, and I want to say this because it is not I that is doing that is judging you. I am just telling you the truth about where you are on your belief. If you find yourself not being even keeled, not have not having your emotions in check, you're not able to get your work done. You can't stay focused. Um, your goals are not being accomplished, your to-do items, well, it's just a long-running list because nothing is happening. If you find yourself in that, then what that really means is is that you've got to go back to the drawing board. You've got to go back, and you have got to start working on your belief level because it's tied into your success. And oftentimes, you can even go back and pass experiences in your life and, and things that didn't work out, whether it was relationships, whether it was uh, areas of depression, uh, stress, or whether businesses you started, they just never worked out, you can go back and you can tie all of it right back to your belief level in who you are. See, when you believe in yourself, when you believe in what you're doing, when you have passion about what you're doing, I can guarantee you, you're going to start seeing results. You may not know everything that you need to do, but when the Holy Spirit within you picks up on the fact that you are putting forth an effort of belief to move forward and trust God, it is going to start working on your behalf and pulling people towards you that you need to know, pulling resources towards you that you need to have. I can guarantee you that it has happened for me, it has happened for many people, and it can happen for you. So there you have it, the five questions of leadership to help you hone in on your CEO skills, to help you to be the best leader that you can be for yourself and for your business. So very, very important.
At this time, we're going to quickly take a station identification. You totally are listening to the Successful Woman Radio Show, and I'm Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. By the way, listen up. If you wonder why I refer to everyone as queens, and I and I say that I'm Queen Trina Newby, that is because at Women About Biz, our core mission is to help you become queen of your empire. Empire, you might ask, what is that? Your empire is all of those assets, those things that you determine. You get to, you have authority to determine all of those assets that you get to put into your empire, whether it's businesses, whether it is organizations, whether it is real estate, properties, land, homes, whether it's investments, crypto, uh, whatever it might be that you determine that you get to choose, all of that makes up your empire all of it and it helps you to establish your legacy for your so you get to determine that and it's guess what it is free to do so because God gave you all the authority and he pre-installed in you the ability to make it happen oh yes he did but you know so often we get ourselves caught up into the wrong with the wrong people. We get ourselves caught up with the in the wrong environment. We uh, also uh, start self doing negative self talk with our own selves and talk our own selves out of our blessings. Right? So many things happen in this human body that we have a tendency, right, to not receive the blessing. And so it's so very very important that you know that you are God's purpose. You are God's purpose. And because you are God's purpose, your goal is to first and foremost be a living testimony that God is right. You can have an abundant life. You can live life more abundantly through Christ Jesus, through God. Yes, you can. And you have supernatural powers that have been bestowed upon you that you can use to be a successful businesswoman. Yes, you do. But you must receive them. You must accept them. You must believe. So I want to go ahead and give a few announcements to you um, that we have stumbled across, and I think it may be of interest, right? I'm always updating all of you about Facebook, you know, and for all of you that are new to the show, the one thing I want to encourage you to do with Facebook is that if you do have a business, you know, it's important still that you have a Facebook business page or what we used to call a fan page, right? And it's not necessarily so that everybody can like and follow you as much as it is to take advantage of search engine optimization. Because when people search for certain things, and if you use the right keywords on Facebook, your company is going to pull up. And that's what's so very important. You also want to pay attention to how you are naming your Facebook page, your business page. Think about naming your business page with a keyword with a keyword if your company name isn't already optimized on Facebook consider using a keyword or a short phrase that most people look up when they are looking for your kind of product or service instead of the business name that way you truly are taking full advantage of having a Facebook fan page or business page right and then as you post 
you want to make sure that you are utilizing the right keywords in your post, that you are using that. So what you're doing is using your Facebook business page almost kind of like um, a blog. You're basically using it kind of like a blog. And Facebook is now um, allowing those people who have already been established uh, Facebook business pages, they are allowing you to now pull in your audio. Like if you have a podcast, they are now allowing you to pull in your audio for that as well. So, again, you know, take advantage of that. But some of the new things that are coming down the pike, it hasn't yet hit the United States because Facebook has decided first to try it in some other areas. But Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO and founder of Facebook, announced this morning that Facebook is going to be rolling out its first actual subscription service called Meta Verified. Okay? Meta Verified. And you were probably hearing it first. Uh, one of the first places you're probably hearing about it is right here on Successful Woman Radio. So what is MetaVerified? It is a new monthly subscription service for Facebook and Instagram, starting first with Instagram, and it's only right now going to be rolling out in Australia and New Zealand, but more countries, including U.S., are coming soon. So this new MetaVerified really is is for those people. It, It seems to attract those individuals who are trying to become influencers, because it provides you with a blue check verification badge, uh, direct access to customer support. That might be worth it all by itself, right? You mean there's a phone number or a chat I can talk to customer support? Extra impersonation protection, meaning because there's so many people out there who are impersonating and trying to spam and scam people's pages. And then recommended in Instagrams, explore and real. So this could actually get more visibility for you also if you are an influencer and prioritization in other people's comments. Well, that's interesting. Okay, and then exclusive stickers in your Instagram stories. Now, I'm not sure what that means, but these are the benefits that ha- that it has come up with. Now, again, this is a package of uh, – this is a bundled package of benefits that they're saying this is the first of their subscription services. So there are more subscription-type services that may be coming out. Now, they are charging $11.99 a month on the web, and $14.99 a month on mobile, right? So in other words, if you are utilizing your Instagram account on mobile and you want to use it for Instagram, it's going to be $14.99 instead of the $11.99 um, because, as you know, everything you, you, you charge for on mobile, if it's Marketplace or if it's uh, Apple, they want a cut of it, right? So that's probably what that extra $3 is for. I wanted to let you know about it because I I have known now for over two years that Facebook had been working on beta subscription services for various things. Now, I you know what I wish they would have come out with was a beta platform for individuals to pay for groups, right? Facebook groups where groups was a full community, a paid community you could have where it has uh, subscriptions, where it has you can, you can have access to that person's uh, email and phone number because it's a paid registration and all of that. They have been saying that that was going to be the first thing they were coming out with, but unfortunately they have not. They've come out with it, but only for certain people. 
and it's the benefits are limited on Facebook, but it's not open to the general public. So I wish they would have come out with this group, but because they never came out with the group's description, of course, Women About Biz has started its own external community outside of Facebook, and um, we are happy that we actually did. So I thought I would give you that information. I thought you would want to know that. For those of you that are interested in becoming influencers, you know, maybe you have a product, maybe you're a motivational speaker, and you want to become an influencer, then this may be something you may want to take a look at if you are going to be utilizing perhaps, let's say, Instagram to become an influencer, then it may be of some benefit to you. Eventually what I see happening on Facebook is that they are going to have different kinds of subscriptions. They're going to have Facebook fan page subscription and maybe uh, benefits that include customer service and other things. They're going to have a group subscription where you can create your own group community uh, with different things, and then they're going to have the influencer subscription. And then if you want all of it, they may bundle all through all those packages together and and have one bundled price, you know, like $59.79 or $139. I'm not sure, just saying that's a possibility of what may happen. However, this is what I want you to continue to understand about social media, regardless of what platform you're using, whether it's LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, um, you know, uh, Pinterest, or Instagram, whatever you're using. It's great to use these platforms to, to build your credibility and to work on organic marketing, meaning marketing you're not paying for, but you're providing valuable resources, tools, and information in exchange. More and more people are seeing it. But at the end of the day, you don't have total control over your social media account with these platforms. And so as a result, it's important for you not to put your hope and all of your trust in these platforms alone and not have some sort of system. I want you to think about it because this is a huge, I would say this is a huge issue in the, you know, the small business, the micro business market where so many business women are putting all of their hope and faith in social media platforms and then they get shut down and they have no way of reaching out to anyone. And so the correct way I think that you have to do it is that if you have a Facebook group, I think you need to create a platform page on your on your website that um, people can give you their name, number, and email, and in which you then send them an invitation to join your group. Okay, that's one way of doing it. Um, in addition to that, the same thing can happen um, for others. So I wanted you to pay attention to this because. You, you've got to be in control. To be queen of your own empire, you must be in control at all times, okay? Enough said about that. So I thought you might find that interesting. I'm going to go right into reading an excerpt from the book, you know, Making Good Habits, Breaking Bad Habits by Joyce Myers, one of my favorite uh, ministers. I love listening to her words. I'm going to read to you from a section called Believe. Believe, because, you know, we've been talking about belief. We've been talking about the fact that belief is directly tied into your success. Listen to what she says. She says, if you want to break a bad habit, you must believe that it's possible. If you try to conquer it while your thoughts and words are filled with doubt and unbelief, you are not likely to experience victory. Hmm. 
Even if you have tried a thousand times, she said previously, and have never been successful, believe that this time will be different. She says, Jesus told his disciples that if they would only believe, they would see the glory of God. John verse 11, chapter 11, verse 40. Even if you have days when you're not very successful, keep believing. I think it makes the, the devil furious when we keep saying, I believe that God is working and I am free. Believe God's word more than you believe how you feel and learn to say what God says about you and your life. God's word says that we are dead to sin and that our relationship with it is broken. Romans chapter 6 verse 2. And that we are alive to God, living in a broken, unbroken fellowship with him, Romans 6.11. That means that spiritually speaking, you are already free from all bad habits. And you just need to believe it and start applying the freedom that Jesus purchased for you with his death and resurrection. Now, we may not feel that way. But that is what God's word says. It further says that we are to consider ourselves dead to sin and our relationship with it broken. Again, Romans 6, verse 11. How do you think of yourself? Do you always see yourself as someone who is in bondage and a slave to bad habits? Or will you take a step in faith and believe you are free? How you 